Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, this is Gemma, and I'm really super duper so happy to be here with you, and the trees are glowing, oh my God. I get to sit in this um, dining room, which has this panoramic view of trees and water and a couple other homes and um, sky. And it's just so gorgeous. So uh, it kind of sets the tone. Also, within my view are all these houseplants that we have that kind of also embrace the windows. It's so beautiful. I have my Miss Jade. And she's alive thanks to friends of mine who kept her alive when I was living off the island. And then I finally took her off the island. But um, she's so gorgeous and beautiful. It's a beautiful jade plant. So, 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 oh my goodness. Today feels like a, a piece of every like thing I know coming through. It has elements of the fact that um, our healing is to remember our balance. It has to do with... Ego is, um, is a false substitution for love and it, it displaces love. So you can have ego or you can have love. <sighs> and yeah, so it's, we, when we have ego in the driver's seat, it warns us that to be loving creatures, to be healed creatures, to be in balance means to give up a part of self. And this is a massive lie because it's the opposite. Because when we're in balance, when we're in a state of love, we are actually more connected to more of ourselves. It's that disconnect that allows the ego to drive the vehicle because we think we're small. We, we believe when we hear you're powerless, you're lacking, you're unworthy, we believe it. And ego's like, woohoo, let's keep that little lie going because that works so well. And the ego is, a, is an aspect of self. So this is a form of self-denial and it's a self-hatred, self-loathing, self-whatever, self-condemnation. And we don't have to do it anymore. We don't. We can just say, no, thank you. No, thank you. But then guess what you have to do? You have to say no, thank you to every habitual thought that matches that. So this is a critical point. It's a very critical point. Wow. And I'm done. <laughs> You know, I'm just sitting with all of this information that I've been taking in and it's so much and it's so beautiful. There was this, um, this talk I stumbled on and it was from like ages ago, like back in the radio days, black and white photo of this guy, Earl Nightingale or something like that. And 
No, maybe, yeah, something like that. Earl Nightingale. Anyway, he was talking about the big secret, the big secret to success. And that the only difference with, between people who are successful and people who aren't is that people who are successful have a, oh, how did he put it? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to take you with me upstairs. I've got to go find it. Let me go find this beautiful definition he had. I don't want to interpret it. It was so specific. Toulouse, it's okay. I'll be right back. Shh, Toulouse. Um, so let me see. Let me see. I will find it. It's right here by my bed. Da-da-da, in the depths of the room. This is so great that I can bring this to you. He had the most amazing... Where did I put it? Here it is. Success is the person who is progressively realizing a worthy ideal. So, how cool is that? I'll read it one more time. (laughs) Success is the person who is progressively realizing a worthy ideal. And It doesn't matter. Like, this is basically saying, do what you love and you will be successful. And I say, yes. (laughs) Yes. I knew I was successful. (laughs) And, And take a look at yourself. Are you excited to wake up in the morning? Because when we have a worthy ideal that we are working towards, we want to get up in the morning. Sometimes we want to get up in the middle of the night and work on it. Mm. This is so energizing and so liberating to have something like this and to come into alignment with it. So it could be being a mother. It could be being a doctor. It could be being a farmer. I have a friend who is a phenomenal, successful person, and he's a farmer. And his ability to give back is so huge. He is just... um, a really beautiful human. And I love seeing him, you know what I mean? Do his beautiful, magical service. And he has, um, he's just spent a lifetime following his heart. And it's, it's just amazing when you run into people like that, it's truly, uh, supportive and liberating and inspiring, totally inspiring. It's like, I want to be that person, you know? And it's funny because maybe sometimes it's easier to see it in others than to see it in ourselves. So that might be something to think about. Maybe there are aspects where you are doing it, but you're just completely unaware of it. But you know, part of the reason we're unaware is because we've forgotten how to let our inner child play. So when my inner child plays with my daughter, I know how good I've got it. I know. But when I step into some preordained mother role, I feel too responsible and not allowed to like get down at her level and play and and just oh I feel like I have to hold the fort and I have to teach her to to participate in holding the fort and it's just not fun sometimes. So when I come from another place that's playful and stuff, the, the things get done and she learns by example, beautiful example, and participates in beautiful ways. Yes. 
<laughs> life is really good. So um, this is important, this idea. It says the opposite of courage is conformity. So there are areas of your life where you are conforming rather than following your truth. So that's a good one. The opposite of courage is conformity. And then let's see. Oh, gosh, I've got to sneeze. All right, just bear with me. Oh, my gosh. So um, men with goals succeed. We become what we think about. A man is what he thinks about all day long. And I think he said that was Emerson. So our thoughts are determining who we are. And when your thoughts are preoccupied with um, a worthy ideal, when your thoughts are preoccupied with that, you will be that. All right, but what is a worthy ideal to you? And you've got to start small. That's another thing. If you're like, oh, my worthy ideal is world peace. Well, then stop fighting with your neighbor and your brother and your sister. It starts small. We stop fighting. Then we clean. Maybe we clean up our yard. Maybe we uh, pick up the trash at the sidewalk. Maybe we are um, serving more, you know, in, in the guise of peace, in the, in the um, affirmative of peace. Maybe we're doing that. So <clears throat> what thoughts are preoccupying your mind? We talk about this a lot. And here it is coming up again with success. This idea that <clears throat> with success, uh, your thoughts will prevail and you are your thoughts. So what are your thoughts? And this guy had the most amazing 30-day thing. And I guess most people don't do it. And the 30-day thing is to put on a card what... Uh, Put on a card a goal, a worthy goal. Put it on a card, and for 30 days, you look at it in a quiet spot all, you know, every day. Now, it's interesting because there's another guy who teaches. I can't remember his name, and he's an old-timer, and he did this. He did this with the card. He kept it in his pocket, and he would go into the bathroom, and he would sit on the toilet in his in his workspace, you know, in his, where he worked, and he would do his card many times a day. The guy within a short period became a millionaire back in the 60s. He just flourished. And before you know, he's jet setting to Europe because he learned to over, over um, ride the negative thinking. The negative thinking that was keeping him in the, in the, in the barracks of despair. Mm. So um, write down a worthy goal. And then... On a note card. And I had just bought note cards yesterday. How perfect was that? I had note cards. <laughs> now, it doesn't stop me from making my own note cards. But how synchronistic is that? I was at the dollar store and I saw a big 200 pack of um, cards and I bought them. Da, 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 da. Now, I did think they were for Bella's words, but maybe they were for me too. All right. So then on the back, he said to write down, change negative thoughts to positive thoughts. Actually, maybe he didn't say, write that part down. Yeah, I think this is a reminder. So on the back of the card, where you put down your worthy goal, you write down, change negative thoughts to positive thoughts. So this is a daily practice. Ask and you will receive. 
That's the second thing to write down. Third thing, seek and you shall find. Don't these sound a little familiar? Like they might have come from the Bible maybe? Hmm. Hmm. And <clears throat> fourthly, write down, knock and it will be given unto you. So I think these are all this re, like if you're asking for a worthy goal, but you have this, you didn't flip your card over, right? You might have your ego jumping on board saying, but you don't deserve this, but uh, you can't have this. Uh, only lucky people get this. <clears throat> but if you turn this card over after you are saying your worthy goal and you see change negative thoughts to positive thoughts, well, Honestly, people are spending thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars at a clip to learn how to change negative to positive thoughts. And I'm going to tell you how you do it. You just invert it. So if it says that you're not that lucky, say, I am that lucky. There's a positive thought. I do deserve this. Everyone can have it if they want it. <sighs> success is available to every single human on the planet. There's no limit to success. Ta-da! All right, so ask and you will receive. Well, guess what? If we're gonna be asking for 30 days, multiple times a day, and this is gonna be our mindset, I bet we're gonna get it. Da-da-da-da-da-da! Seek and you shall find. Seek and you shall find. Hmm. And that's just another reminder, right? That you are doing the work. Of course you're gonna get it. Knock and it will be given unto you. Now that one. You'll have to let me know. I think it's just another reiteration of the other two. So I love this guy's work. I love what he said. I want to save his video. I don't know how to save videos though. Oh, very cool. Key to success is destination and guidance. So I wrote these little cards down. It's so funny because they all say pretty much the same thing. Uh, success is in direct proportion to your service. That's another key one. Oh my God. The more you are of service to the world, the greater your success will be. So that is powerful, powerful stuff. And one of the things he said at the end was like, okay, so you made your 30 day card and now throw yourself out there and be of service to the world. So yeah, you're going to do your job. You're going to do whatever, blah, blah, blah. But now you're of service. You see someone who needs a shopping cart, you get them a shopping cart. Uh, you see litter on the ground, pick it up. <clears throat> be of service. And the more you look for things to be of service to, the more you'll find. And it will fit into your life. And especially these days, my God, it's, it's like we have enough free time to commit a full-time like livelihood, a full-time job to social media every week. That's a lot of people. If they're clocking their hours, they're looking like, wow, I just had a part-time job checking my social media this week. I was on there 30 hours. How is that even possible? <laughs> well, that 30 hours could have been put towards your success. It could have been put towards your service to the world. And that would have made a difference. I don't know about social media. I hear it, very, it makes very little difference in people's businesses. But I wouldn't know because it doesn't work for me. So I don't enjoy it. <laughs> so I don't do it. Ah, oh, life is really good. So let's see where we're at. We doing beautiful. So you know what? I'm just going to remind you. Get a card. Write a worthy goal. A worthy, what do we call that? Um, 
Let's see. A la da, a worthy ideal on it. Dun, dun, dun. Become the person you want to become. I love this. All right. You'd think I have a bazillion notes and I don't. I just have a couple notes. So write down a worthy um, ideal or a goal, um, something that you want on a card. And you're going to keep this with you for 30 days. And you're going to look at it many times during the day. And you're going to have that kind of etched into your mind. And then on the back of the card, change negative habits to positive habits. Number one. Number two, ask and you will receive. Number three, seek and you shall find. And number four, knock and it will be given unto you. So take a few moments. It doesn't have to be a long time. This is like Course in Miracles workbook, you know. Take a minute. Take a minute, but take it every time you go to the bathroom. And then every time you have a break. And uh, look at this card. These are the people who are creating change. People who can do this with their minds. This idea of this being an exercise for you is so that you can learn this habit. And after you do 30 days, do it again. Do 30 more days. Amazing. Amazing. You got to love this stuff. I mean, this is like magic. We live in a magical world and no one's using the magic. It's like it's right here. Use it. It's so much fun. All right. I love you. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.